Hey, this is Mabel Munyamani and this is Living the Gift Out Loud podcast. This is a show designed for women who want to find long-lasting confidence for themselves in their business and for their family. I help women find the courage to own their strengths and uniqueness, walk and live out their best lives without compromising, compromising their values, their passions, or their strengths. In this show, I'll give you the very best of life, family, and business advice, and I'll be bringing you special guests to help me bring this message home and keep things real. By the way, I'll also be giving you a refreshing sprinkle of my faith. Glad you're here. Enjoy the ride. Let's go. I've got Mark here, uh, Mark Ava, who's just going to be telling us uh, what he what he as a family did in terms of identifying and nurturing his daughter's gift. So hello Mark, if you kindly introduce yourself uh, and your family and your daughter in terms of what you've done in sport. Thank you. Good morning Mabel. Um, my name's Mark Ava. I'm the head uh, strength and conditioning coach here at the IAP gym in Hallam. Um, Destiny, or, uh, what can I say? Uh, when she was born, um, she had already, I guess, progressed, you know, through those um, baby years, you know, as a 90 percentile type um, persons. Whenever we took her to uh, her visits as a young child, um, she was already exceeding, you know, reflexes uh, that were beyond the 90 percentile. Her, her, um, her awareness to things around her was around the 90 percentile. Um, but unknowing to us, you know, if she were ever going to to progress into where she was today, um, who would have known? Um, with myself and Rosie and, and her mum at the time, we were both, uh, you know, proficient in sport and you know grew up around sport our you know our, our entire lives, and it's still a, it's still a big part of my life today. Um, having worked with a lot of athletes in many fields of sport, um, given my degree in uh, biophysics and you know uh, competing for my country in four different sports it was inevitable that destiny was going to be something you know to do with sport um, it just happened to be tennis when um, one day we introduced her to sport um, from her crawling on the mats and gyms that I'd worked with uh, training professional fighters um, she took to wanting to be involved um, in what whatever activity we were part of at the time and from boxing gyms um, to soccer pitches to rugby pitches, um, she was always around sport. Um, how she got involved with tennis—that's another story in itself, which I'll share with you and make it nice and short. She didn't like to share. <laughs> um, basically, it was what it was. Um, she didn't like sharing the ball when she was part of a, a, a little junior uh, girls soccer team. Um, whenever she was with my rugby boys, um, she wanted to stand out, even you know, amongst the men. Um, to show dad and her mum that you know that she could you know match it with them in the agility tests, um, even with my fighters I was working with at the time, she wanted to show them up when it came to strength tests. Um, it, it just she was just so competitive, and it just um, one day we decided, well, look, you can't play in a team if you don't cheer or become part of the team to be able to you know assist um, in the in, in the overall spectrum of what a team environment means. Um, but not to say that there was any detriment to her in the long run, but uh, we thought, you know, an individual sport would suit her better. So we, we had sat her down one night and said, look, here's a list. And you 
from that list, you choose whatever one it is, and we'll look to facilitate the best way we can to help you, you know, achieve the best in that sport. Um, she went to bed that night and woke up the next morning and didn't just choose a sport, she woke up the next morning and said that she wanted to be number one in the world at that chosen sport, which is now tennis. Um, I just, it blew my mind because I, you know, I'd never been involved with tennis coming from a rugby background and in a, a country was rugby mad, tennis was only ever played by you know, a group of kids that, you know, could afford it, you know, were privileged to be able to play the sport. And living here in Australia at the time, when she was, where, where she was born in Melbourne, um, when she chose tennis, I turned to her mum Rosie and said, "Well, look, I know how to get her fit and strong enough to play the sport. And the rest was, is up to you to be able to, you know, facilitate a, a, a pathway to helping her, you know, learn this, the skill sets to be able to, to play the game of tennis." So, um, the work that went into those earlier years was more about fun and having her, you know, enjoy. Um, being part of, you know, in a sport um, that for some, you know, don't often get that um, that privilege to play in a sport, you know, burdened by, you know, the expenses of, of the equipment itself or being able to um, understand, you know, the, the dynamics in, of the sport um, and, and, and more importantly, um, finding the enjoyment when, um, I guess, you're out there on your own now, but with the team, it's still in, 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 the, in the bigger picture of you know, being behind the scenes uh, to getting her prepared for the sport. Um, she's out there all alone now, um, or he, for that matter, for, you know, for boys. So that's how she got into tennis. Um, the drive, or having you know, her parents being you know, at certain levels of sport, we knew you know, how to go about you know, preparing her, you know, nurturing her to you know, being uh, physically prepared, mentally prepared, and psychologically prepared. Um, it was just about attaining the, the skill sets of being able to play tennis at a competitive level. Um, in those earlier years, she excelled so quickly because of her athleticism. Um, I guess the gene between myself and her mum helped that uh, to, to a great degree. Um, but her smarts, you know, com in combination of the, the two of us, you know, was something a little bit more, I guess, of a you know an X factor. Because she was, she loved school and she hated missing school, and you know she just loved being around others at school um, and enjoying, you know, being a kid. Um, uh, it was hard to be able to manage that, you know, with just training, the sport, and allowing her to grow up as a kid and enjoy life as a youngster. Uh, given that she was excelling so quickly in, in the sport, that um, it sometimes prevented her from being able to, you know, be a kid because she was away, you know, with. with with national sides, you know, uh, her provincial sides of Victoria, um, and, and, and bit heavily immersed in training, um, you know, again, you know, didn't give her the, the luxury that other kids had, you know, with being able to attend birthdays, uh, family gatherings, because uh, she was always, you know, immersed in, you know, in, uh, in great, you know, stints of training. But when she did get the, the, the chance to, to be around other kids, you know, she, she lived it up and she enjoyed, you know, when she had that time. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. So, um, in terms of uh, the challenges as family, I mean, I guess you had the advantage that you were from that lucky background, both you and Rose. But in terms of uh, information, you say you didn't know much about tennis. So, what, what did you do to get more information or to 
keeper informed? Because obviously you didn't have a background in tennis. What did you guys have to do? Um, the good thing about today is, you know, with the ability to be able to have world-class knowledge at your, at your hand, at your fingertips. Um, even though social media then was, was still, you know, in its development stage. Um, there was the internet, of course, um, books from the library. Um, and you know, knowing, you know, the sport, you know, and more the, the I guess, the, 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 the ones that were leading the way in the sport. Um, you, you had your, your, your usuals in, in the, the Williams sisters story, uh, Federer's story, uh, Pete Sampras, Agassi, um, you know, Steffi Graf, um, you know, and the Australian icons, and, and you know, in um, Leighton Hewitt, um, uh, Jason Stoltenberg, uh, another name, um, you know, obviously John Newcomb, and you know, and the rest goes on. Mark Filipusis, you know, those big names, you know, we followed tennis throughout, you know, my sporting careers, and, and those are the names that, you know, that stuck out the most. Um, there's a lot that I probably haven't mentioned, but uh, one thing, thing came to mind was, you know, just the, I guess, you know, the rawness um, and how they got about, you know, getting to, you know, to, to I guess, their the legendary status, you know, that they, they hold today. Um, and one, you know, some of the feats that, you know, haven't been repeated for many, many years, and some probably won't be repeated for many years, mm. you know, Hey, thank you once again for being here, for your time, your ears and your energy. And I really hope that this podcast is making some impact in your life, in your family and in your business. Please share this episode or podcast with another mama, sister or woman who you think might need it. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And a review, please, if you can. And I'd really love to hear how this is changing and impacting your life. Again, special, special, special thank you for listening. For your time, I do not take that for granted. Until next week, continue living your gift out loud.